Kingsville is on the ground. Kingsville, Texas. We're just a short drive south of Corpus Christi and well worth the visit. Mysterious strangers. Ghost stories. Strange objects. Funny moments. It's like the Twilight Zone meets cattle country. Kingsville is Coolsville. Welcome to a series of crazy conundrums. Tall tales from South Texas. The podcast. And introducing your author and host, Tom DeFrancesca. Tell us a good story, Tom. Happy New Year, everyone, and I hope 2024 has started out well for you all. Thank you for your continued following of this podcast series. Every download is very much appreciated. If you've never visited our website before, please check out crazyconundrums.com. That's crazyconundrums.com. On the website, you'll find a link to our Facebook page. Oh, by the way, towards the end of this podcast, I'll be featuring a very talented singer-songwriter who just recently relocated to Kingsville. And I believe this fella is going to take the world by storm someday. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, I'll tell you yet another tall tale from South Texas. Come in and browse a while. You're always welcome at the Novel Blend Bookstore. Shop our selection of used books, unique gifts, featuring work by local artisans, and a variety of vintage vinyl albums. The Novel Blend is also a gathering place with comfy surroundings, hot and cold beverages, live music in the warehouse, Located in historic downtown Kingsville, the Novel Blend Bookstore. We're here to make you smile. Did you know that Kingsville is becoming well-known throughout Texas for our fabulous wine walks? We've now got visitors coming down from North Texas and beyond. And great news, our next wine walk will be on February 24th. And what a romantic Valentine's treat it would make for a couple in love. Please visit kingsvilletexas.com, that's kingsvilletexas.com, to learn all of the details about the wine walk. Purchase your passport early to save money and to guarantee access to free wine samples and lots of different craft beers. Many of our charming Main Street merchants will be open and some will be offering wine walk discounts. The weather should be cool and the event takes place on a Saturday evening from 5 to 9 p.m. This is a great opportunity for a couple's night out or a retreat or even for a girl's night out. That's our February Wine Walk in Kingsville, Texas, Saturday evening, 5 to 9 on the 24th. We'll see you there. It was the end of December a few years back when Mr. William P. Brown smiled as he spotted the Kingsville city limit sign as he drove south on U.S. Highway 77 soon to be called Interstate 69, if the state of Texas ever actually completes the now 20-year-old project. William hadn't been back to Kingsville in several years, but now he was ready for it. He'd complete a mission that he had in mind for years. Then he'd visit his elderly grandfather and then his own parents before heading back to Dallas. The 2022 BMW Alpina B8 Grand Coupe The most luxurious model available was truly a prize to drive, and it should certainly help him successfully complete his mission, William had thought to himself, as he took the exit to King Street and proceeded westward toward the downtown area. Brown had just sold his third electronic patent and was now a millionaire ten times over, and no one could ever take that away from him. He'd graduated from H.M. King High School, and to get out of Kingsville as soon as he could, he'd gone off to college at Texas A&M University at College Station, where, without ever realizing it before, discovered that he had a real knack for engineering, 
especially when it came to energy. At some point, he was accepted into MIT, where he excelled, and it was not long after graduating from there that he had sold his first multi-million dollar patent. Finally, I get to rub my successes into the noses of the crew, as he had been calling them since high school. He had said that to himself as he pulled into the first available angled parking spot in front of Harold's Kingsville Pharmacy. It was about 15 minutes before noon on New Year's Eve day, and William knew that the crew would be meeting up there at 12 on the nose, just as they had done over the past 20-odd years. He had been told that by an old high school friend. Apparently, the three men were now highly successful executives that all lived out of town but traveled to Kingsville every year for the holidays. And suddenly, there they were. The three men must have parked across on the other side of Clayburg Avenue and then walked over as they were now laughing and joking with each other near the front door of the pharmacy. It was time to strike, thought William, as he began to open the door of the BMW to exit it. But suddenly, his vision got extremely blurry. He felt queasy, and there was a muted ringing in his ears. The first thing he had thought of was that he was having a stroke. As he continued to push the BMW door open, he slowly got his faculties back. But something was seriously wrong, for he was no longer exiting an expensive modern-day automobile, but instead the 1969 battered and worn VW Bug that his grandfather had given him a long time ago. William had driven it during high school and at Texas A&M College Station. Second self-diagnosis, not a stroke but maybe an hallucination was all that Brown could think of as his thoughts were suddenly interrupted with insults being hurled at him by members of the crew. We'd always said that you'd never accomplished anything with your life, and you're still proving it every year, yelled Hank Freeman with a laugh. They all laughed, and then they turned and entered the pharmacy. William just stood there in shock as he looked around and as he closely examined his Volkswagen. It was then that he also realized that gone was his favorite $1,000 suit. Instead, he was now wearing tennis shoes, jeans, and an old sweatshirt. Brown fished his wallet out of his jeans and quickly discovered that the five $100 bills had been replaced with $1 bills. Gone were his many gold and platinum credit cards, and all that was there was a debit card from a local Kingsville bank. Also in his wallet were a couple of business cards with his name on them. Apparently, he was now self-employed as a computer and electronics repair technician. Nothing was making any sense as he realized everything else looked the same as it did just ten minutes earlier. What on earth is going on? William had asked himself. He was too frightened and distracted to even think about the embarrassing moment that had just occurred with members of the crew. I've got to go see my grandfather. Maybe he can help me figure this out, he said to himself as he climbed back inside the VW. William's grandfather had been a science professor at Texas A&M University, located there in Kingsville, for many decades before retiring several years ago, and lived in a wonderful old house with a giant wraparound front porch and a humongous basement where he kept his own personal laboratory. As William pulled up to the driveway of his grandfather's home, Something immediately caught his eye, for his grandfather was sitting on the front stoop and looking quite distressed. "'Why are you driving that old thing around when you've got that fancy new BMW?' William's grandfather had asked as William was approaching the front porch. 
That question had stopped him right in his tracks. So, you remember the BMW? William asked with a surprised look on his face. Well, it's sort of odd, Billy. It's like I've now got two sets of memories, and I'll have to tell you the truth, it's really given me a headache, the old man replied. I'm sorry, Grandpa, William replied. Just ten minutes ago, I was parked in front of Harold's in my BMW and wearing one of my thousand-dollar suits, and the next thing I know, I'm in the VW and wearing these clothes. I was hoping that you could help me figure this out. Oh, my gosh. I think I somehow just messed up your life, grandson. What do you mean? How could anything you've done affect me, William asked. I thought you'd given up with your experiments years ago. Anyway, you did, didn't you? Yes, William, I had, until about 20 minutes ago, his grandfather replied. What? What did you do? What was your experiment, William pleaded. It's like this, Billy. A few days ago, I was out at my parents' homestead down near Rivera, and I had just recently taken up metal detecting, so I had taken the unit with me, he replied. I hadn't been waving that contraption around more than ten minutes when the alert went off that something substantial had been detected. What did you find, Grandpa? Something very strange. It was made of a very heavy metal and was perfectly square, about twelve inches or so, the old man replied. Carried it to my car, drove it home, and then put it on one of my tables in the basement. Did you figure out what it was, William asked his grandfather? No, I examined it closely for days and just couldn't figure it out. But today something happened, Billy's grandfather replied. What happened, Grandpa? I had picked up the metal box with both of my hands, and as soon as both of my thumbs touched the surface at the same time, the box suddenly got red hot, and I dropped it back down on the table. But that's not the strangest thing that happened, Billy, his grandfather offered. What happened next? William asked. You're not going to believe this, Billy, but suddenly I found myself standing several feet away from my table, and standing at the table writing some notes was a much younger version of me. I was stunned, the old man offered. Grandpa, that's very hard to believe, William replied. I know, I know. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our latest tall tale so far. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll return to finish the story. We'll be right back. At Texas A&M University, Kingsville, this is your time. We are a community of thinkers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. We discover, connect, and innovate. We always push the boundaries of expectation. We are Havelina Nation, strong, Fearless. Proud. If you find yourself in the heart of historic downtown Kingsville, look for La Vaca Flaca, located at 218 East Clayburg Avenue, not far from Harold's Kingsville Pharmacy. La Vaca Flaca carries a full line of unique Western-style clothing, featuring men's, women's, and children's wear. Please look for La Vaca Flaca on Facebook and give them a like to show your support for locally owned small businesses. What happened next, William asked. Well, I stood there as quietly as possible trying to figure out what to do when the younger me turned and saw the older me, and then he nearly fainted. So I had to tell him immediately what had happened to help relieve his fears, the old man replied. 
How did he take that, William asked. Better than I thought. I, I mean, he would. So what happened next, William asked. I urged him to agree with me that when he comes across that metal box in the future, just leave it be. And he promised that would be the case. But Billy, I don't understand why I had no memory of that interaction between me and the younger version of me when I discovered the box a few days ago, the professor replied. That doesn't make any sense to me either, William replied. Unless somehow, if we interact with ourselves in another time, those memories disappear. Oh man, this is weird. What is it, Billy? My headache is getting much worse, but at the same time, I have a memory coming back to me. One that I don't think was ever in my brain before, William replied. What's the memory, Billy? his grandfather asked. I remember way back in the beginning of high school. We were let out early one day, right after lunch, and I don't remember why, William replied. I wanted to stop in and see you on the way home, so I drove my VW to your house, and after walking through the front door, I could hear you speaking with someone else in the basement. So I just peeked down from the top of the basement stairs, and you were talking to another you. It totally freaked me out, and I went home and shook all the way there. Oh, Billy, I am so sorry what happened to you. And I caused it to happen just a short time ago. This is all pretty crazy, his grandfather offered. Before that had happened, I had planned on getting out of Kingsville as soon as I graduated high school, Billy said. But I was worried about you, so I decided to stick around town instead. So I guess that's why I'm now a computer nerd instead of a successful inventor. I'm so sorry I've made such a big mess, Billy, the grandfather said. So apparently, we both now have two separate sets of memories of the past. How can that be, William asked. Maybe, just maybe since I was directly responsible for the change to the past, I'm able to maintain both memories, his grandfather replied. And you, Billy, were directly affected by what I did, so maybe you get to keep both sets as well. It's got to be something like that, Grandpa, but what do we do to fix it? I have no clue, Billy, his grandfather sadly replied. Just as the professor had finished that last sentence, a black SUV with dark tinted windows pulled up to the curb in front of his house. Two men in black suits exited the vehicle and approached William and his grandfather. We believe you have something that belongs to us, stranger number one stated. We think maybe it's already caused a major problem for the two of you, stranger number two offered up. Oh boy has it, William replied. If you'll bring the device to us, we'll be able to fix your problem, stranger number two offered. Are you serious? You can really do that? the professor asked. I promise you, sir, we can do just that for you, stranger number two replied. Well, go down to the basement and retrieve that box, Billy, his grandfather instructed. Please don't touch the surface with both thumbs at the same time. All right, Grandpa, but are you sure we can trust these guys? I don't think we really have a choice, Billy. Okay, I'll be right back, William replied as he headed for the front door of his grandfather's house. You know, sir, we've been looking for that device for a very long time, stranger number two offered up. Just how long, asked the professor. Let's just say the dinosaurs were still roaming the earth when it was taken from us, and we had no idea where it was for all of this time, that is, until you accidentally activated it today, man number two replied. William walked back out to the porch with the metallic box in his hand and simply could not keep his eyes off of it. Billy, give them in their box, his grandfather instructed. 
William then walked down the front porch steps and handed the box to stranger number one, who appeared to be in charge. Stranger number one then placed all 14 fingers of both hands on the metal box and then turned toward stranger number two and nodded his head. At the signal, stranger number two placed both of his hands on the box as well. The box then began to glow red and suddenly a panel began to extrude from the side of the box. It extended out about three inches and on the surface of the extruded panel there was a white dot. Sir, we need you to step over here and put either thumb on that white dot, said stranger number two, and, and he was directing his words at the professor. The professor slowly rose up and then descended the porch steps and stepped toward the metal box. Very cautiously, the old man placed his right thumb on the white spot, and surprisingly, the extended panel was not red hot. By the way, where did you find this device? asked stranger number one. The professor gave the two strangers the address of his grandparents' homestead and told them where to find the hole that he had dug. He had no idea what the stranger's intent was when they had asked that question. Suddenly, all four individuals were surrounded by a bright white light. And then just like that, none of them were standing in the professor's front yard. William suddenly found himself back inside his BMW and parked in front of Harold's Kingsville Pharmacy and with his hand on the door handle. He looked up and could see the three-member crew joking it up near the front door of the pharmacy, but they had not yet noticed him. Suddenly, all the previous desire to show off his success to those three men was gone, just like that. An overwhelming sense of regret was quickly rising up inside of William. He'd spent his entire adult life so driven to succeed that he had not even thought about having a wife and children or getting involved with his community or even staying close with his parents and grandparents. William was starting to realize just how much he'd missed out in life. Mr. William P. Brown did not exit his car that day and then enter Harold's. Instead, he drove to his grandfather's house. As he entered the house, he could hear his grandfather speaking to another man in the basement. Now that was just a little scary. William then descended the stairs to his grandfather's laboratory and was pleasantly surprised to find his own father and grandfather in a conversation. Yeah, I took this new metal detector out to your grandparents' homestead a few days ago and searched for about an hour or so and didn't find squat, the grandfather had offered up to his son. Well, Pops, I'm sure there's got to be some interesting things out there to find. You just got to be patient, William's father replied. Hey, son, good to see you. Did you just get into town? Yes, well, sort of, William replied. Are you just going to be around for a few hours today like you did the last time you were here? His grandfather asked. I see you've got another one of them fancy expensive suits added to your collection. Grandpa, I thought I'd actually stick around for a few days and spend some time with you both, if that's okay, William replied. That'd be fine by me, young man, his grandfather replied. Dad, would you care to drive me and Grandpa around and you guys could give me a grand tour of Kingsville? You know, show me what's changed and what hasn't. Sure, son, if your Grandpa's up for it, William's father replied with a surprised look on his face. I can always use a little excitement in my life, Billy, his grandfather offered up with a gleam in his eye and with a wink. Dad, do you remember Becky White, who used to live next door to us when I was in high school? William asked. Yes, I do, son, his father replied, and it's sort of weird that you just asked about her. Why, Dad? 
Well, her widowed mother passed away several months back, and Becky's just moved back to Kingsville Inn to her mother's house. And get this, Becky never married. That's interesting, Dad. Very interesting, William replied with a glazed look in his eyes and a smile on his face. Well, folks, that's it for our latest tall tale from South Texas, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to make a comment about the episode or have a question about the podcast series, just jump over to crazyconundrums.com, that's crazyconundrums.com, and leave us a message through the homepage. Thanks. After we return from a few short messages, I'll be introducing you to a brand new Kingsville singer-songwriter, and I think you'll be impressed. Did you know that Harold's Kingsville Pharmacy, located in historic downtown Kingsville, has been owned and operated by the same family for over a hundred years? That's right, and they'll probably be around for another hundred years because of their service and dedication to our community. Stop by Harold's today. We're back, and I'm introducing to you a 17-year-old powerhouse who is still in high school and who just recently moved to Kingsville with his family. Carson Miller does solo work, plus he's got a band, the Coastal Cowboys. Recently, Carson recorded one of his original songs, and the band that backed him up was none other than George Strait's own Ace in the Hole Band. How's that for a real boost to a growing musical career? Carson Miller's Dear Grandpa is now available on Spotify and Amazon, as well as Apple Music. Here it is for your listening pleasure, Dear Grandpa by Carson Miller. that airway up there I've been hearing that it's crystal clear I've got a few more questions I've been trying to ask and I'm hoping that you'll know the answers to them What's that sunrise like in California? How's that sunset over those hills in Colorado? Well, can you see my headlights pointed straight up at the stars tonight? Yeah, dear Grandpa, well, did I treat her right? Dear Grandpa, Grandmama's been asking about you and where you've been off to lately. We just tell her that you're out with your friends out where that black top ends, and we're hoping that you're coming home soon. But what's that sunrise like in California? How's that sunset over those hills in Colorado? Well, can you see my headlights pointed straight up at the stars tonight? Yeah, dear Grandpa, or did I treat her right? I've still got that truck that you handed down I still go to 
same old fishing hole with them two cane poles. Watch that sun sink behind those trees. What's that sunrise like in California? And how's that sunset over those hills in Colorado? Can you see my headlights pointing straight up at the stars tonight? Yeah, dear Grandpa, or did I treat her right? Yeah, dear Grandpa, or did I treat her right? to wrap up this episode of a series of crazy conundrums and i hope you enjoyed it i'd also like to once again wish everyone a very happy 2024 i'll start working on the next tall tale in the next few days and so in the meantime i'll see you